All right, here we go. Um, I'm going to act like I haven't uh, tried to start this 15 times, but um, this is a seven-step drop and uh, something I've been um, wanting to do for quite a while now and finally getting um, or mustering up the courage to do it, I should say. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm Garrett. I just want to uh, introduce myself briefly and then um, we can get into some topics um, about where uh, where things currently sit um, in the NFL. So, um Grew up in Oregon. Um, currently live in Texas, and um, giant, giant football fan. Um, college and pro. Um, I'm not going to get into my teams. You guys will figure that out. Um, I, I consider myself to be pretty unbiased. Um, my friends wouldn't think so, but I think I am. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess uh, let's let's just get into it, um, and you'll you'll kind of you'll learn more about me, and um, hopefully I will learn more about you down the road. So. Um, couple quick things um, I wanted to talk about in just looking over um, the headlines today. Um, everyone likes to talk about MVP race. I'm not a big MVP guy. I honestly, I really don't care. Um, the only reason that I give an opinion um, to people around me about an MVP when it comes up in conversation um, is just because it's what the media wants to talk about. So that's the only reason it's a topic. I really don't care. I don't think it matters. It's a team sport, not a, not an individual sport. However, for the most part, you could pretty much call the MVP award the best quarterback award or the most valuable quarterback award or the most outstanding quarterback award. Um, a long time ago, I heard... Um, you know, when I when we were growing up, I remember hearing MVP, MVP, and it was just like you didn't even really understand what the words meant. I, I think at, at age 10, I didn't have any clue what MVP even stood for. Someone had to ask me, and I said, I have no idea. Um, and, you know, as you get older, you realize it's most valuable. Value has to do with what you provide with maybe – something to do with the resources that you have around you. And when we talk about value, um, you know, when I think back to <clears throat> to make it make it easy, LeBron James in the NBA, um, in his prime, I would say up until probably three years ago, he kind of started to peter off. He's still great, don't get me wrong. Um, but he started to peter off a little bit. He was the MVP every single season. Now, was he the most outstanding some seasons? Maybe not. But the most valuable? Absolutely, without question. And I don't think anyone will debate you on that. They shouldn't, anyways. Um, the minute he left Miami, let me go back. The minute he left Cleveland the first time, they were terrible. The minute he left Miami, terrible. Left Cleveland again, dumpster. Absolute dumpster. And you know what? When he leaves the Lakers they're going to be a, a dumpster fire as well. So, um, yeah, that makes him the most valuable. But um, I guess his comp, um, getting back to the NFL, would be Mahomes to me. And I understand that a lot of people are going to push back on that, and that's fine. But you take Mahomes out of the lineup in Kansas City, can you name their backup? I can because I'm a football fan, but you may not be able to. It's Blaine Gabbert. That would be their go-to guy for the remainder of the season. Do you think the Chiefs are winning a single playoff game with Blaine Gabbert at this point in the season if Mahomes were to unfortunately go down with anything? The answer is no, and you know that. Most outstanding player. 
is what I look at next. Mahomes being the most valuable, the most outstanding, and again, it, it pains me to say it, but it's the truth. And um, this is where I, I think I'm unbiased. Um, Dak Prescott, he's the most outstanding. You could also make an argument for Brock Purdy. And if you're going to make an argument for Brock Purdy, you got to make an argument for Christian McCaffrey. Um, when I look at Dak, yes, I know he had a stinker last week against Buffalo, at Buffalo in the rain. I'm not making excuses for him. He played awful. The whole offense played awful. I will give Buffalo their credit. They came out aggressive on defense, and on offense, they ball-controlled. I think Josh Allen threw 15 passes. Okay, They ball-controlled. I thought that in the middle of the third quarter, um, when I don't think the game was quite put away yet, maybe it was around the half, I immediately thought, this game's over. Buffalo's running right down their throat, um, the throat of the Dallas defense, and there's no chance that they're going to stop them. So... Um, that was pretty obvious to me. Um, getting into the standings currently, um, I do think Baltimore is the best team in the AFC. Obviously, they, they are the one seed currently. Um, and I do think they will close it out and get home field advantage and, and finish with the one seed um, in the first round bye. Selfishly, um, I always root for the best quarterbacks to get into the playoffs. I'm not a big story guy. I'm not. Um, I used to when I was younger. I used to love the Gardner Minshews, the Jake Brownings. Um, I, I used to love that. The Joe Flacco's. I used to love those stories. And as I've gotten older, I realize no, I want to watch Mahomes, Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen, Lamar, Dak, I, I want to watch, not saying Dak's up there with them, but I want to watch better quarterbacks rather than average to below average. Don't get me wrong, Gardner Minshew's played played well, Browning's played great so far, and Flacco, it looks like, it looks like vintage Flacco. Um, I think if I could have it my way, I would really want... Once C.J. Stroud's healthy, I would want Houston and Buffalo in over Cincinnati and Indianapolis. I think Cleveland will make it. Um, they're, they're a game ahead of everyone right now uh, that I just mentioned. Um, so I do think uh, that they will get in. They won't win the division. Uh, they're not out of that race yet, but they won't win the division. I do think Jacksonville will finish atop the AFC South. I do. Um, but if I had it my way, uh, I would want Houston and Buffalo in over Cincinnati and Indianapolis, selfishly, for quarterback play. It's the best TV product. Um, when we go to the NFC, um, I, this is gonna this is gonna sound. I mean, this isn't gonna sound. Um, this isn't going to sound very um, out there. If Kansas City is not going to win the Super Bowl this year, the Super Bowl champion is going to come out of the NFC. Take your pick. I know Philly hasn't looked looked great. Okay, The Monday Nighter in Seattle, I don't really take too much out of that. 
in the rain, on the road, cross-country. Jalen Hurts flies separately to the game. I, I don't... I don't blame them for that loss. Um, I would like to see some more fire out of them. Um, the last three games, they've all, all three of them have been stinkers. Absolutely. Dallas, they desperately need San Francisco to somehow, somehow lose a couple games and Dallas needs to win out. If Dallas doesn't get home field advantage, I do think it's going to be tough for them to go all the way. Do I think that they could make it to the Final Four? Yes, I do. Um, Detroit, I think they win a game, but I don't think I don't see Detroit getting out of the divisional round. I just don't. San Francisco, they should just they should just buy their plane tickets. Um, well, actually, they shouldn't buy their plane tickets because they're going to have home field advantage most likely. They should start preparing. Um, at Levi Stadium, they should start putting up the banners and painting the field for NFC Championship. They should just do it now. Just save some time, some money, some resources. Just just paint the field now um, because it's going to be the Levi Invitational just as it's been the Arrowhead Invitational in the AFC the last five years or so. It's going to be the Levi Invitational this year. Um, Tampa, again, I talked about stories. Fun story, but... Um, I, I think it's been great. I, I've I've hated on Baker Mayfield and I've also loved on Baker Mayfield. I love how mature he seems to be this year. I do. I'm not asking someone to act the way that I want them to act because that's not my right to say that. But I have personally loved watching Baker Mayfield this year. Um, I think out of the really, really bad NFC South, um, Tampa, New Orleans, Atlanta. Um, I would like to see Tampa in the playoffs over those other teams. Uh, I feel like maybe the quarterback play between Baker and Carr is pretty comparable, but um, I definitely don't want to watch Desmond Ritter. I think he's proven that, that that's not going to work out. Um and, and, and part of me, part of me thinks the Falcons are going to make a coaching change, depending on how things finish out. Kind of hope they don't, because I, I think he's doing a good job. But um, they just need to get the quarterback right. Um, and as far as good quarterback play goes in the NFC, personally, um, Minnesota is probably going to get in. I would rather have Green Bay. I I I've, I've liked Jordan Love um, the last month and a half or so. He's been fun to watch, um, and I think he has uh, potentially a bright future. Uh, the Seahawks. I'm not a big Geno guy. Again, Geno's a story, not a franchise guy. Drew Locke, story, not a franchise guy. The Rams. I love the Rams. Nope, not my team, but. I love watching Matthew Stafford. He's very fun to watch. And, uh, yeah, I just I love watching the Rams, and I root for the Rams because I do feel like they are just an underdog. Um, I don't think the Rams – maybe they are a story, but it's a story with good quarterback play, and I'm all for that. Um, the Vikings, yeah, I – that's really bad quarterback play. I know Mullins played all right last week, and 
and uh, they ended up winning, but I, I, I don't want to watch that um, on a Saturday or Sunday in, in January. I just don't. It's not, not interest to me personally. Um, so that's why I root for Green Bay to make a comeback into the playoff push and the Rams to hang in there. Um, and that's ultimately what I would root for. Green Bay and L.A. That's what I would root for. Um, I want to make one minor comment here, and then I'll wrap things up. Um, this has been very interesting doing my first podcast episode. Um, hope I didn't ramble too much for you. Um, but I wanted to make one quick note. Um I am from the Pacific Northwest. Um, you will come to find that out, and uh, you'll hear me have a lot of passion for uh, people that are from there, you know, played college football up there, um, and, and, and are from Oregon. And um, yeah, I said about a month ago that I think Staley should be fired. Heck, I said it last year after they lost the playoff game. And people pushed back. If you get a gut feeling to let go of someone because you think they're not the right person, sure, you can give them a little more time. But if you know, you know. It's like if you go on a first date with someone and they curse at the wait staff or they um, – they, if, if it's a guy and they don't pay, you know this guy's not the one or this woman is not the one for me. You, you pretty much have a gut feeling after the first date, maybe second date, but nine times out of ten, the first date. At least that's, that's how I feel and that's what I hear from people in my circle that are married. You just know. And... It's like with a head coach, if you have to say, well, he did this and well, he did that. And the same with a quarterback. Well, uh, he almost got us to the playoffs two years in a row. No. No, he's not the right guy. Brandon Staley is not the right guy for the Chargers. And thank goodness he was let go. Now, he'll get a defensive coordinator job somewhere maybe or a position coach uh, for for the defensive side somewhere, um, I don't wish any ill will on him. However, I am so happy that Justin Herbert is going to have another fresh start now with a dysfunctional franchise. But hopefully, they can get an offensive coach. Um, I've seen um, there's been some people saying, oh, they could get they could get Dan Quinn. No. Belichick, no. I, I Honestly, I wouldn't play around. I'd go get Ben Johnson. I'd get Harbaugh. I'd get somebody that's an offensive mind that can work with Herbert and build around Herbert. Um, I was so sick and tired of sitting back watching the Chargers lose every week because Herbert's being mismanaged. I'm not saying he's a victim. He can go out and ball and win games. And he's done it. But at some point, I think players, not saying him personally, but definitely that loss to the Raiders last Thursday, they, they gave up. The players gave up on that coach. I saw it in the first quarter. And then the next day on all the major sports networks, that's all anyone said was they gave up on their coach. Yeah, it was obvious. 
So thank goodness Herbert is going to get hopefully a fresh start with an offensive coach.